0: Welcome to The Ken Burns Show. Thank you so much for joining me right here on The Ken Burns Podcast, uh, which is within the BMG Network, which I am so happy be, to be uh, a part of. Uh, before I even keep going, let me tell you about the BMG Network. We have a plethora of content coming from our talented hosts, such as mic Up with Mike Hansen, which you'll want to check out, brand-new podcast with Kristin Coons entitled Set Apart with KC, the Pac-Man podcast with Ted Flint. Of course, my podcast that you're listening to right now, thank you for doing so. And also, be sure to check out Every Tuesday, which is a live show uh, entitled The Ken and Mike Show with myself and my colleague Mike Hansen. Uh, which by the way, if you listen to this next uh, within the next hour, you are going to uh, want to tune in at 6 p.m. tonight, which is February 16th as I'm recording this. Because we have Sam Sorbo coming on our show and it's a live show, you can chime in and with your questions and comments, uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're going to be talking about her new book uh, called Words for Warriors. And it is an amazing book, um, which I believe everybody who loves America and anyone who does and anyone who believes in its original values needs to have a copy of this book. But again, go to the bmgnetwork.com. That's the bmgnetwork.com. And also, uh, you can email me directly at kburns at the bmgnetwork.com. All right. So I just want to get to a few things. It's going to be a short podcast. I want to talk to you about what ideology is and how it's actually destroying us. And also, I want to talk about something called microaggression and why the left loves to use this term and why they coined it in the first place. So, what is ideology? Uh, as a noun, it is a comprehensive vision of how one's views, it is a comprehensive vision of how one views society and his or her role in it. Ideology is a set of standards, principles, ethics, and doctrines within a group, class, religion, or political party determining what they believe and how they behave. Very important right there. Now, Within that, there is something called ideologues. Now, what are ideologues? Ideologues are slaves to ideology, refusing to consider any view outside that established set of beliefs. They will not sway from it. Okay, that's, that's the, already the problem right there. Blinded by their overall worldview, they ignore or discredit evidence that conflicts with their ideology. Now, this comes out of, um, right out of Sam Sorbo's brand new book. Uh, she has a little um, marker here that says this. Leftism, progressivism, and even socialism are ideologies that may seem well-intentioned in their desire to, to create a land of equality. But deeper inside the hallways of academia, Hollywood, and journalism, one finds unacceptable methods of achieving the results. They require government-controlled education, which we're seeing big time, health care, school lunches, assaults on religion, moral relativism, and stripping individuals of rights, all done under the guise of optimistic phrases like, well, are you ready? The New Deal, The Great Society. And fundamental transformation, those are key words that you need to remember. When you hear those words, think of ideology, think of ideologues. Remember, again, the New Deal, you've heard this a lot on the left, the Great Society, and fundamental transformation. Why would we need to do any of these things, such as fundamental transformation of America? Well, obviously, to change it. Why do we need to change its value system? because it's not going along with someone's agenda. But listen to this. Concepts, okay, concepts may be attractive, but the devil is always in the details when dealing with ideology. And this is so true. We talk about ethnocentrism, for example. Uh, Somebody who is in that realm, they believe that their ethnicity is of higher value than another. So they'll go to another country And right away, they think that they have something to give to that country, but nobody in that country has something to give to them. But this is a wrong way of thinking. And a lot of times when you're someone like myself, who's gone to other countries, you realize right away that, yeah, in the beginning, you think you have all this great stuff to give off, not just vibes, but material, um... Or anything like that to these countries because you know they're quote unquote third world countries and they're poor. However, uh, by the time you leave these countries, you realize that you yourself have been blessed so much more, and you're so much more grateful because of um, your relationships that you built there, their way of life in the very um, you know we, we would look at it as they have so few things, yet they're so happy at the same time. That's my experience anyway. Yet when I come back, I realize how much I have and how much they gave me because of their kind words, their relationships, or just watching them live their lives, you know, with only one soccer ball up in the mountains of Guatemala, for example. They still had a smile on their face. This is their way of life. This is what they know. But the thing is, what I'm trying to get to is my mind was open to seeing different types, different ways of living, of thinking. Okay, I didn't think I had it all. I just was ignorant towards it. Now, there's people that are ignorant towards something, yet when there's evidence or something that's shown to them that's real, whether that be science-based, whether that be anything, uh, global warming, for example, global cooling, Climate change, See, all the terminology constantly changes because when evidence is thrown out there, they have to change it because they have an agenda. And we can argue about this all we want, but when you look at the scientific data, the actual evidence, not just somebody touting it from the rooftops that we're going to die in 10 years because of climate issues, you realize that they have an ideology and they've become ideologues, and they will not change their way of thinking no matter what you say because they are stuck in their ways and other people follow suit because of their ignorance and they don't want any other way because whatever is happening for them at that time feels good, it feels right, that's what they say, I trust them, and that's that. Well, this is no way of living. Think about it. You're just doing what you're told by governmental beings if you will who remember work for you and work for me they we don't work for them yet we're seeing this unfortunately i have to use this stinking term a fundamental transformation of roles that being us working for the government therefore it's we the government and not we the people that's scary so What I'd like to propose to you is that to take a hard look at myself too, look at ourselves, what is our ideology? What do we believe? Why do we believe it? Are we open to hearing another way of thinking? Not just an opinion, but when we're presented with facts and evidence, are we willing to change? If we're not willing to even consider it, then that right there is already a problem. This is why many people don't even want to uh, take a look at our Creator God and think it's a, it's a possibility. They just brush it off and know this is how I think, this is who I am, I don't really care if there is or isn't. But deep inside we all know there's a hole in our heart without Him, so we do want to fill it, so we fill it with other things. Okay, as Christians we know this, but this is what happens. But the only thing that can fill that void... That hole in our heart is God Almighty. When we come to grips with the fact that the Big Bang didn't actually happen, and that there is a Creator, and there's actual evidence of it, especially when you dig deeper and research the Bible, and all the witnesses around Jesus, all these different things. We can go on and on about that. But for lack of time, I'll just say this. You have to do your own research, and you have to be open to hearing other ways, not just a liberal way, not just a conservative way. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm telling you what, even people that I know that are close to me, for example, they know the Constitution. They know what it says, and they can read it to you. But their interpretation is so skewed, it's disgusting. Because the context around the Constitution and how it was written was delivered differently to them in their liberal schools or universities. Therefore, when they deliver the message about the Constitution, the context that they use when it was, you know, in regard to how it was written and when it was written and why it was written, is not at all correct. have to be very careful on how we deliver things. It's the same thing with the Bible. You can't just give one scripture and say, that's that. Well, what about the context? What about the culture? What about the language? What was going on at this particular time, and why would you know, Paul say that, for example? Why would Peter say that, for example? Why would James say that, etc.? Okay, we all have these ideologies, but we have to think for ourselves. We can't just be in one little group and say, this is how I think because they told me to. And so when I'm speaking, I'm not just speaking as a conservative, I'm speaking as a person who believes in morality, who believes in uh, freedom, who believes in what this country stood upon at one time that's being eroded now. These are the things that I believe, and that's that's what I'm speaking from and out of. Therefore, I encourage you to really look what our founding fathers did, why they did it, and why they believed what they believed, and then get back to me and love to hear from you. Burns at the Network.com. email me you can go to my facebook page the ken burns show you can also go to the bmg network on facebook or go to the Network.com and you can contact us all of us there you can contact any one of our great talented uh hosts such as ted flint on the pac-man podcast set apart with kc um mic'd up with mike hansen um or again all of us we're all available anyway um Onto something different. Just something to think think about right there. Ideology. Don't become an ideologue, please. We can't we can all we all have the opportunity to fall victim of it, but we don't want to do that. And speaking of victimhood, I want to quickly touch on a term called microaggression. And I know you've heard this before. What is it? Well, guess what? I have the answer for you right here. It is the newest term the left has invented to claim victimhood status where none is deserved. For instance, A UCLA professor corrected a student's paper to reflect the Chicago Manual of Style, as required in the class. By changing his capitalized word, indigenous, to lowercase, the professor was accused of microaggression for failing to honor the student's attempt to highlight the perceived importance of being indigenous. So, claiming microaggressions, things too small to perceive, but just big enough to imagine is a power grab by the left the professor's job is to teach but he was reprimanded for doing his job conforming to the current conforming to the current zeitgeist of feelings over facts is a betrayal of goodness truth and beauty and a descent into lunacy because then nothing is real but one's own imaginings I'm going to just read that again, really think about this. Conforming to the current zeitgeist of feelings over facts is a betrayal of goodness, truth and beauty, and a, dis- a descent into lunacy, because nothing, then nothing is real but one's own imaginings. That's a dangerous place. If you think about it, and I mean no disservice to anyone, that's kind of a mental issue. If you think about it, if somebody's imagining and living in their imagination and realities happening around them well how do you think that person will be perceived a bit loony but this is just such a disservice to the whole society and culture because when does it end we could all find little things that are problems little foxes and we can pull those one little that one little layer out and say look at how bad that is but what happens when we all start doing that to each other Because we could easily do that. We all have little issues or things that we we do that aren't right. But sometimes they're right, but they just might be different or not normal to somebody else. And we begin imagining that it's worse than it really is. That's kind of a scary place. That is not what we're supposed to be doing as a culture. We're supposed to be building each other up and helping each other out. Building our country, building our communities. And by the way, I will mention again, uh, some of this content I am grabbing from the uh, latest book uh, by uh, Sam Sorbo, entitled Words for Warriors. Great book. If you haven't got it, get it. Very timely book uh, in, this, in this day and age. Um, but this is also what, what it says here. It says, to accuse people of aggression for not marching in lockstep with political correctness is to set the stage for justifying real aggression against them. So those are just a few terms I wanted to kind of throw at you. Think about it. Think about those terms. Think about what ideology is, what an ideologue is, and what a microaggression is, or what microaggression, and the terms and, and, and how people are utilizing that term, what it's doing to our society. And remember those key points that I told you too, fundamental transformation, the New Deal, etc. When you hear things like that, it's got to make you stop and think. It does for me, and it should for everyone. It's a bit alarming. So, what do we do about it? The title of this podcast is "To Speak Up, or You Will Not Be Heard." We must keep speaking and not be afraid of it. We have a right to speak up and speak the truth. You must do it boldly, and you must do it loud so that everyone can hear. So, listen. Thank you again for tuning into the Ken Burns Show. Uh, this was a. The time went quick but it was great to have you along. Uh, God bless you guys. Make sure you go to the bmgnetwork.com. That's the bmgnetwork.com for more amazing content, more podcasts. I have a bunch more podcasts you might want to check out at the Ken Burns Show. Also, you got Set Apart with KC. Uh, she's got a brand new one coming out, I believe, tomorrow, but she's got a great one entitled, uh, Should You Get the COVID Vaccine? Uh, to really, really Um, informative message that she brings. Check that out. Uh, Check out some great content by uh, Mike Hansen. I'm Mike'd up with Mike Hansen. And of course, check out the Pac-Man podcast with Ted Flint. He's always got a great uh, message to bring to you. He also has a great commentary on our website, which is The Daily Perusal. Uh, Check out some great content that he writes. Um, Right now, it's weekly. It'll become daily eventually when more people contribute. And uh, again, if you'd like to come alongside of us and be a part of the BMG Network, uh, please reach out to us. Again, go to the bmgnetwork.com and contact us there. So until next time, God bless you guys and we will talk real soon. The Ken Burn Show was produced, edited, and recorded in BMG Studio. Music by Kevin MacLeod. Check out more episodes of The Ken Burns Show at buzzsprout.com or find The Ken Burn Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content.